Uh, Donald Hall, the poet laureate of the United States of America. The selected poems of Donald Hall is out now. He collected them, he selected them himself actually from his uh, like 20 volumes of poetry over the years. He's, he's uh, just a gold mine of wonderful verse. And he's with us all the way from New Hampshire, his, his hometown. And uh, Donald Hall is online with us right now. Hi, Donald. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Is it is this early for you, or have you been up for like three hours already? It's been late. I took a nap. You did, you did? I wake up early. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to, but I do. Yeah. Are, are we talking crack of dawn or before crack About of dawn? About six or seven. Six or seven. Okay. Yeah. Is that by design? It used to be 5 a.m., but yeah. uh, I'm slowing down with old age. So. Yeah. Is that because uh, was your writing time like uh, when we? I know you you stopped writing poetry now, but I mean, yeah. is that is does that come from writing poetry at? Absolutely. Six. I really, I'm I'm a total morning person. Yeah. And uh, most of my grown-up life, I got up about five mm-hmm. and got to work. Yeah. You got five and got to work at, at six, and then you worked till what seven and quit. <laughs> I'd I'd work a couple of hours on poetry, and then interrupt and. I, I freelance, you know, for, since 1975. Yeah. So I had to work on uh, several books during the day, yeah. poetry and prose and so on. But poetry came first. Poetry came first and, and, and came first in your life as well. I mean, Absolutely. Since yeah. you were, what, 13, your first poem? Four, uh, 12. 12. Actually. 14, when I got serious. Yeah. So twelve and twelve. Do you remember what it was? Uh, the, the 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 verse itself, or, or what absolutely, was, yeah, absolutely. What was I that? had? Uh, oh, I liked horror movies, and a big boy next door, fourteen, told me I should read Edgar Allan Poe. So I did, and I wrote a poem called "Have You." Uh, more or less, uh, have you ever thought of the nearness of death to you? It follows you. Through the night, it screams at you all day until that moment when, in, mon- in monotones loud, death calls your name. Yeah. Then, then is the end of all. So, pretty much a typical 12 year old. <laughs> nice, morbid 12 year old. Girls, 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 and, and death. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, didn't you say it's one time we had cheerleaders and poetry, right? The, right, right. But the, High school cheerleaders. Yeah, high school cheerleaders. But uh, the, the poetry, does that help you get the cheerleaders? Did that work? Well, it was supposed to work. It actually works later, but it didn't when you were 14. <laughs> <laughs> so you should have been a halfback. There's a poem about that, about the halfbacks got the cheerleaders. And, yeah, yeah. But, you, but you're, you, you still have poetry, and they... Well, maybe they still have the cheerleader. I don't know. <laughs> I'm 87 now. I'm sort of past cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the right one, you know. <laughs> it's always the right one, I think, is the question. What is what a wonderful collection. How hard was it to select? I mean, it's not a huge, uh, it's a slim it volume. Was not a, no, I, I really enjoyed It's a very short one. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Ten years ago, I published what I call a selected, mm-hmm. and it was about... Uh, Eight times longer than this one. Yeah. I sort of put in everything I had a nice feeling for, mm-hmm. but uh, this time I tried to take the very best in my mind and also help by other people's opinions. And uh, mm-hmm. I found it surprisingly easy to do. And uh, years ago, I mean, months and months ago, I did it, but I still uh, like my judgment. 
Yeah. I'm happy to have it. Um, yeah. Did you, did you tire of, of some of yourself in the intervening years and to just pick fewer poems? Because, ah, that one wasn't that good after all. I really didn't hear you just Oh, yeah, I, I'm saying, had you tired of, your, of yourself in oh. the intervening years so that you only picked fewer poems because those are just the ones you still liked? Yeah, I took the ones I still liked. Yeah, yeah. yeah from very different points of life. Yeah. Uh, the first one was written when I was uh, 25, was the first one in the book. Mm -hmm. And uh, then the last, I uh, go into my 80s. But really, uh, poets tend to be at their best, uh, not when they're kids, but uh, middle age. Middle age. 50s, maybe 60s. Yeah. And uh, that's probably the, the bulk of my work in here. Yeah, so middle age is good for something. It's good for poetry. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> not so much other things. But then, and then, but after eighty, you can still write essays, right? Is that pretty? I've been able to, and I've enjoyed yeah. very much writing prose. Yeah. Um, I feel that I got stronger in it as poetry left me. Mm -hmm. uh, Is it? But why not poetry after eighty? It's really the it's sex actually. Uh, poetry, the sound of poetry is really very erotic, mm -hmm. and. Uh, as inevitably the testosterone gets lower, uh, so uh, so it was. You did say sex. I thought I, uh, for a moment I didn't hear. That. It's all sex. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And uh, poetry, uh, prose, not quite so much. You can write that with your brain. <laughs> you don't need the rest of you. I see. Okay, so an essay you can write about something other than sex. And so that well, just, it isn't that my poetry is only about sex. No. It, it can be about anything, but yeah. it embodies it in the sound of the poem. Uh, that's my entryway into poetry, yeah. through the sound of it. Uh, delicious, uh, tongue-pleasing uh, diphthongs. <laughs> and, uh, All right, uh, you can just stop now, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go any that's further. That's quite enough. Well, we've had quite enough of that. And you say your first poem was, is My Son the Executioner, the first poem of this collection? Yes. At, at age 25, and that's when, you're, when your son was born. That's right, yep, yep. He's 61 now. 61, yeah. Yep. And it's, once again, even when you're 12, you're thinking about death and stuff, but the, My Son, My Executioner. Yeah, yeah. That's an unusual yep. take. I know. I was surprised to have that notion uh -huh. when my boy was born. But I'm not surprised now. <laughs> at 61, yeah, now you see what you meant, huh? Yeah, that's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, would, would you mind, like, re do you mind reading one or two? Not at all. I'd love um, to. Yeah. Could, um, could you start by reading that one? I think that's so interesting. Could I do what? My, could, you, could you read My Son, My Executioner first? Oh, sure. Whatever yeah. you like. I have to fiddle a bit to find it. But, yeah, uh, go ahead and fiddle. Uh, it's right in the beginning on page one. <laughs> I know that. It's, it's it shouldn't be hard to find. Easier to find fiddling than possibly anything else. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, I'm old enough so that it's uh, hard to turn pages. Yeah. Uh, on the right page. And uh, here we are. Yeah. My son, my executioner. My son, my executioner, I take you in my arms, quiet and small, and just a stir, and whom my body warms. Sweet death, small son, our instrument of immortality, your cries and hungers document our bodily decay. We 
25 and 22, who seemed to live forever, observe enduring life in you and start to die together. Wow. That's it. That's amazing. And you say this, that surprised you to have those feelings. Yeah, I was very surprised. Yeah. Shortly before he was born, mm -hmm. I began to have the feeling. Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't know at that time, way back, uh, we didn't know uh, what sex he would be. Mm -hmm. And uh, I paced up and down outside the delivery room. You weren't allowed inside. And the nurse came out, and something was so amazing that I forgot to ask what flavor he was. His <laughs> hair was a bright red. <laughs> Neither nor, nor my wife nor I had a touch of red hair. And there he was, this bright redhead, which he still is. And finally, when she came out of the nursery, I said, uh, what kind is he? <laughs> now I, I learned I had my son, not my daughter. Yeah, uh, that's wonderful. Uh, the, the farm and, and, and your home, I mean, so much of your poetry is drawn, is totally from you. I mean, you, you, you generally don't write poems that go through another speaker. That's right. It's, yeah. all, it's all through you. I mean, that, is that difficult? Almost entirely, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very rewarding, but it must be quite difficult sometimes to, to not want to even pull some of those things out. Is it? But you have to live away from it yeah. for a while mm -hmm. to see that you haven't uh, made oh, silly mistakes because you're so closely involved in the subject. Yeah. It, it takes me, it's always taken me uh, oh, six months or a year before a poem is really finished. Yeah. Do they gestate? Yeah, I put them away for a while and look at them again. Uh, I, I'm talking in the present tense, mm -hmm. but I always do it. And something like that is, is true with prose, too. Mm -hmm. uh, um. I, you're, you're born a poet, right? I think is what you're saying, right? Because so you realized when you wrote your first one that, boy, this is what I should be doing, right? Was that? Well, really, when I was 14, I decided yeah. that I would do it the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, and I've done it. <laughs> well, if if you hadn't done that, would you have been a ball player? Because I noticed baseball is a very big part of. I love baseball, but yeah. I'm a terrible athlete. Yeah. yeah. Did you Did you give it a try? Might you play? Oh, I tried, but it's might cool. you have been with the Red Sox? Had you not been a successful <laughs> poet? I, after the age of 16, I never tried anything. Yeah. So I ran the 440 for a bit. And, uh, oh, you did, yeah. I did all right. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I love baseball, but I don't know how to throw one. Yeah. And, and uh, if there's a re recurring theme, is it perhaps Mount uh, Kearsarge in New Hampshire? Yeah, yeah. It's right it's, out it, the window here. It, it's, yeah. yeah. You, can you see it now from where you are? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's like your Fuji, isn't it? It's kind of a... That's right. That's right. It's uh, it's, it's uh, you know it's not terribly high, it's, uh, but it's cone shaped, and uh, it's in a uh, uh, part of the world which is really flat, so it sticks out and governs uh, the landscape. And oh. I've written about it, uh, yeah, not all my life, but for a good many years. Yeah, and that's New Hampshire. And is is your family farm? Is that near near Mount? Kearsage, is that? Uh, it's five miles away. Five miles away, okay, so yeah, that's, that's yeah. all there. Where your grandfather, that wonderful poem where your grandfather is. is yep. Is, I'm uh, sitting in the same uh, sitting room that my grandparents and my great-grandparents uh, sat in. Wow. And actually a granddaughter of mine will take it over when I die. Yeah. So they better keep on 
from 1865 onward. Yeah. Could, could we get you to read one of those poems that, that involves this, this place and, and Mount Kearsarge, one of your choice, of course? Yeah, okay, I'll have to look for it. Okay. Uh, I'm, uh, oh, here, I found it. Okay. I found the page, and I had to stir for it. There's one called uh, Mount Kearsarge. And I wrote it uh, originally before I knew I could move back here. Uh -huh. I was a teacher in uh, Ann Arbor, in Michigan, uh -huh. and I wanted to live here, but I knew I couldn't. And I was wrong, thank goodness. <laughs> Mount Kearsarge, great blue mountain ghost. I look at you from the porch of the farmhouse where I watched you all summer as a boy. Steep sides, narrow, flat, Hats on top. You are clear to me, like the memory of one day. Blue, blue. The top of the mountain floats in haze. I will not rock on this porch when I am old. I turn my back on you, Kearsarge. I close my eyes, and you rise inside me. Blue ghost. Wonderful. There are those diphthongs I was talking Yeah. You got every diphthong possible. That's a beautiful thing. Thank you. Uh, and another, okay, another theme, leaves. Another theme? Leaves. Okay, let's see. Leaves are oh, very big oh, in, in your poetry. There are always leaves, and they're, you know, there's always the th leaves are falling and that sort of thing, but it's so profound. And your use, uh, your use of leaves is the most profound. This one is called Affirmation, okay. and it's about getting old. Okay. To grow old is to lose everything. Aging, everybody knows it. Even when we were young, we glimpse it sometimes and nod our heads when a grandfather dies. Then we row for years on the midsummer pond, ignorant and content. But a marriage that began without harm, scatters into debris on the shore, and a friend from school drops cold on a rocky strand. If a new love carries us past middle age, our wife will die at her strongest and most beautiful. No women come and go, all go. The pretty lover who announces that she is temporary is temporary. The bold woman, middle-aged against our old age, sinks under an anxiety she cannot withstand. Another friend of decades estranges himself in words that pollute 30 years. Let us stifle under mud at the pond's edge and affirm that it is fitting and delicious to lose everything. What is, it, what is that one called? Approbation? That's approbation. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. Uh, when you wake up in the morning and you're still waking up at five, don't you have poetic thoughts? Or don't you have a, a phrase or an idea or something? No, nah, no. Nah. I no? used to. I used to. Yeah. And uh, I would wake up and uh, get right into my study. Yeah. And... Uh, I laid wife, whom I spoke of there, mm -hmm. uh, would get up a bit later, 
and I would come out of my room and uh, uh, see her, and she'd say, how goes it? And I would say, I am the worst poet who's ever lived in the United States. Everything I write is pure nonsense. Or I am immeasurably great. I would feel one way or the other each morning, and we both do. It didn't make any difference at all. And you don't wake up that way anymore, huh? Thinking that you're either great. No, or I, I'm slow to wake up. Yeah, yeah. Have you, have, you, while to, uh, have you reached an acceptance of yourself and your talent in this Oh, uh, more or less. It's, yeah. uh, kind of, I mean, you know, it's boring. I'm 87, and mm -hmm. I've discovered that I've aged five years between 86 and 87. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, it's happening more rapidly now. Yeah. And uh, I still have a lot of fun, but uh, it's also, you know, naturally kind of depressing. It happens to everybody. Yeah. And how come I live so long if I don't like it? Yeah. Good point. <laughs> and what if you live to be 200? There's a, po a great poem here about the 200-year-old man. Excuse me, I didn't hear. Yeah. Is that in here? I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, the 200-year-old man in this Oh, in this right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wrote that in my 50s. But, uh, yeah. uh, so uh, I'm still ready to be like 200. But. Yeah, yeah. Would you care to read us another one, uh, one of your choice, or oh, uh, are you read out? No, let me read all now. I'm getting okay. tired, but okay. uh, uh, I would love to read a uh, late, I've been, I've spent most of my life uh, writing uh, feverous, mm -hmm. but uh, late in my life, for a few poems, I went back to uh, uh, writing in meter, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm looking for one now that I particularly like. Uh, yeah, something in meter. I'm not sure just where it comes up. Oh, here I am. Now i got to find it on the page, by the page numbers. Uh, I'm getting close. Ah, shoot. It's all right. We, yeah. We have time. I'm sorry. That's not a problem. I'll look too, but I don't know meter when I see it. <laughs> You'll hear it, I hope. <laughs> I passed you there. Okay, one more page. It's a poem called uh, The Wish, and it's about the death of my dear wife, Jane Kenyon, yes. who uh, died when she was 47 up here. And uh, I was 19 years older than she was. And her death... Uh, I didn't write about anything else for five years, right. but uh, she still comes up from time to time. This one is called The Wish. I keep her weary ghost inside me. Oh, let me go. I hear her crying. Deep in your dark, you want to hide me, and so perpetuate my dying. I can't undo the grief that you weep by the stone where I am lying. Oh, let me go. My work had women half distracted. I endure the day and sleep at night to watch her dying reenacted when the faint dawn descends like twilight. How can I let this dream forget her white withdrawal from my sight and let her go? Her body, while I watch, grows smaller. Her face recedes, her kiss is colder, 
watching her disappear, I call her again and again as I grow older. While somewhere deep in the catch of sleep, I hear her cry when I reach to hold her. Oh, let me go. It's both beautiful and devastating. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was uh, sort of a way of trying not to dwell on her every moment of the day. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I still, <laughs> I'm with her every day. Sure. But uh, it's 20 years ago now. Yeah. And you were each other's best critics, that's among other things. That's a, that was a wonderful thing yeah she was very good yeah did she ever did you ever uh not use something that she thought was not good uh i'm sure i uh probably did huh? I, I did occasionally she did to me but we helped each other enormously yeah that's wonderful yeah good. uh poet laureate i mentioned that but it was just for a year what happened there did they have to let you go or <laughs> i didn't i didn't do enough i was disappointed with myself you were uh, yeah so you quit well, I, yeah, they wanted me to go two years, but I just saved it to, to one because I was dissatisfied with what I did. Yeah. What, what is a poet laureate supposed to do? Open supermarkets oh, with poems? Instead of the promotion of poetry. But there are particular things. You judge contests. Oh. You do a certain number of readings. You uh, get uh, uh, you get to name the poets for some other readings. Mm -hmm. There are things, and I did did them all. Yeah. But uh, I uh, sort of got low that year, and I didn't do nearly yeah. so much uh, oh, promotion yeah. as I wanted. Uh, did you feel better about being poet laureate of New Hampshire? Was that like, that was a little <laughs> I, more I did closer, to, closer to home? <laughs> poet laureate of New Hampshire. <laughs> uh, one, one thing I I felt very good about in terms of about oh promotions and recognition. One year, President Obama put a medal around my head, <laughs> the National Medal of Art, and uh, uh, that was wonderful to uh, be at the White House and yeah. actually to meet him and, uh, of course, the other honorees. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm getting pretty tired now. Can we draw to a close? Yes, we certainly can, Donald. Thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, love, this is a wonderful collection. You should, everyone should get this. The Selected Poems of Donald Hall. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much. Thank you too. Bye bye. Bye. Donald Hall, ladies and gentlemen.